Kagigid of Chavkim Alamad Aleph Shir number two. We are twenty-seven lines from the bottom, quoting the Mishnah saying, "Kelim and Nigmar Matbatara." The Mishnah told us that vessels which were finished off, the manufacturing process was finished off in a status of purity. Um, nevertheless, we're going to apply stringency by Kodesh that if this vessel is to be used with Kodesh, it has to have a mikvah, has to be immersed in a mikvah. Uh, whereas for Truma, we are lenient, and the the, the vessel can be used straight away. The Gemara asked the Gamrina Human, who was the one who finished off making this kli? Who was the manufacturer? Ilema the Gamrina Huchaver. If you're going to say that it was a Chaver, either a Talmud Chacham or an educated person who's careful with the laws of purity, he was the manufacturer. Well, Lama Lehutavila, why on earth would you need to immerse it in a mikvah after manufacturing? It was made in a status of purity by a person who was careful with the laws of purity, so therefore it should be pure. Ella, rather, to Gamrina Huamaritz. It must be that an Amaritz. An uneducated person finished making this vessel. And that would explain why we need to immerse it in a mikvah, because this person is not careful with the laws of purity. The Gemara asks a question on this and says, Would we refer to this vessel as being finished off in a status of, of purity? We wouldn't refer to it like that. The Mishnah called this vessel a vessel which was finished off in a status of purity. Now, if the manufacturer was an Amaharetz, we wouldn't call it a vessel which was finished off with purity. We'd have to assume that it's a vessel which was finished off in a status of impurity because this man, this Amaharetz, is going to be considered impure. So, Amar Rabba Bashilo, Amar Rav Masna, Amar Shmuel, he explains and says, no, actually, La'olam te gamrinu Really, it was, in fact, manufactured and finished off by a chaver, by an educated person who's careful with the laws of purity. And we're just worried that, that a, a, a piece, of, a bit of saliva from an amaretz had landed on the vessel and therefore rendered it impure. And that would explain why it needs a mikvah for kodesh. Um, the saliva or the, any bodily liquid of an amaretz is going to be on a rabbinical level treated the same as the bodily liquids or bodily fluids of a zav, which can uh, transmit tumor. So the Gemara asked the question, when did this uh, bit of saliva potentially drop on the vessel? If you're going to say that it was before the vessel was finished off and before it was completed, but it's not a vessel yet. And there's a rule of tumor that if uh, only a, a finished off vessel can, can contract tumor. But all the time that this vessel hadn't been finished off, it can't contract tumor. So therefore, we can't be worried that the saliva fell on the vessel before he'd finished it off. Because then it would be inconsequential. Ella bossed de gomri. It must be then that it's after the vessel was finished off. But if this was a chaver, an educated, a scrupulous person making this vessel, immediately as he'd finished the vessel, mizhar zahir bahu. He would be very, very careful to keep this vessel away from anything which can contaminate it. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says, actually, you're right. Really, it was a case where we're worried about saliva potentially dropping onto this kli before it was finished. And we're worried that at the time, even though this saliva will be inconsequential for the kli until it's finished off, but we're worried that the saliva remained wet um, even after the, the vessel had been completed, and therefore, after the vessel has been completed, that wet saliva which landed on it before will 
um, contaminate the vessel, make it impure, and that will explain why, for this concern, we would impose an immersion of this vessel if one would use it for uh, Kodesh. Now, the Gemara makes uh, an assumption that in order to render this vessel usable for Kodesh, one would just need to immerse it. That's definitely the simple understanding of the Mishnah. Um, you need to immerse it. So the Gemara says, Tevila'in ha'erev shemishloi. Now, there are potentially two things that would have needed to have been done to this vessel in order to render it pure. The one thing is obviously immersing it in a mikveh, and the other thing is waiting for Erev Shemesh, the setting of the sun. A lot of Tumah requires setting of the sun in order for it to be fully removed. Um, and the Gemara is telling us over here that this vessel only requires tevila, only requires a mikveh immersion, but it does not require the setting of the sun. So practically speaking, if one wanted to use this vessel for Kodesh, one could immerse it in a mikveh and use it right away, even though there might be a good few hours left of the day. So the Gemara says, This must be then that our Mishnah is not going according to Rabbi Eliezer. As it says in the Mishnah, If you take a tube, a reed tube, and you cut it in order to use it to store the ash for the paraduma. Rabbi Yereza Omer Yitbol Miad, he says you have to immerse it immediately after using it, after cutting it and turning it into a vessel. And Rabbi Yeshua Omer Yitama Va'achar Kach Yitbol, he says, first of all, you should specifically impurify this little kli, this little tube, and then afterwards immerse it in a mikveh. Vahavinaba, we'll explain why in a second. Vahavinaba, and we asked a question on this Mishnah. The Chachaman, who was the one who cut this reed and turned it into a tube? If you're going to say that it was a, an educated person, then why would I need to make it afterwards? This is the same question we asked up above on the, uh, the vessel. Rather, it must be that it was uh, an, uh, an uneducated person who, uh, who, who made this vessel. So, So, on this, Rabbi Yeshua is telling us to impurify it and then immerse it in a mikveh. If this reed was cut into a tube by an Amaretz, it was Tameh Vakoi, it was already Tameh. So why would one have to go ahead and impurify it again? For Amar Rabba Bashilo, Amar Rav Masna, Amar Shmuel, same uh, opinion that we had up above, you're right, really it was actually an educated person who made this little tube, and again, we're worried about the saliva of an Amaretz. The Gemara asks, when did this saliva fall on it? If you're going to say that it fell on before he'd actually cut it into a tube, before it was a vessel, it's not a vessel yet, it's not a kli yet, and therefore it's impervious to the Tumah. It must be that it was after he'd already cut it and turned it into a kli. But if that's the case, and he was an educated, he was a chaver, then he would be very careful careful not to let it become contaminated. So the Gemara says, Really, it was actually before he cut it and before he turned it into a kli. We're worried that the saliva dropped on it then. So, And we're worried, like we said up above, that at the time when you, uh, before you cut it, the saliva dropped on it. And after you cut it, that saliva was still wet. So therefore it had become a kli and now it's touching um, the liquid of uh, the fluid of an Amaretz, therefore it will be rendered impure. That's why one would have to immerse it. Now, back to what we were saying. Is this opinion, is our Mishnah like Rebbe Eliezer or not? Now, Bishlam and Rebbe Yoshua, it makes sense according, if, if you say that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Rebbe Yoshua by the, 
the, this tube. Hainu de That explains why there's a, uh, a demonstration against the tztukin. This nan, as it says, will explain this. They say, that they would specifically impurify the koyin who was burning the ashes of the paraduma. To um, exclude from the opinion of the tztukim, because they would say, that the procedure of the paraduma had to be done with somebody who was pure, had a mikvah, and then also waited for a hair of shemesh, the setting of the sun. So they would specifically be matame the coin, purify him with a mikvah, and before the setting of the sun, prepare the ashes in order to, uh, to negate the tztuki opinion. And that explains Rabbi Yeshua's opinion. That's why he says for this little, uh, for this little reed, they would specifically make it impure, and then they would, uh, and then they would uh, purify it in a mikvah, and they wouldn't wait for the setting of the sun. And that's the same as our Mishnah by the vessel, which was finished off, and then it needs a mikvah. And you can use it right away, again, without waiting for the setting of the sun. Ella Rebbe Eliezer, but according to Rebbe Eliezer, it makes sense if you say that normally Rebbe Eliezer would require the setting of the sun, which is not like our Mishnah. Our Mishnah clearly says that the vessel can be used straight away after the mikvah. But if you would have said that Rebbe Eliezer normally holds that you require the setting of the sun in order to purify this vessel, well then, then it explains why over here in the case of the tube there's a demonstration against the opinion of the tztukim. Because over here it's different. Normally Rebbe Eliezer would require the setting of the sun. But over here, because of the tztukim, he specifically used this, this, uh, this uh, tube before the setting of the sun to, to exclude from the opinion of the tztukim. But if you're going to say, like our Mishnah says, that normally you do not need Herev Shemesh, you do not need the setting of the sun, after the mikvah, immediately one could use the vessel, well then, so if that's the case, then by, the, by this tube, by this tube, um, how is there any negation of the opinion of the tztukim? Because what is he doing by the tube? He's, they're making the tube, and then they're immediately putting it in a mikvah, and then taking it out and using it. So the tztukim normally require the setting of the sun, but that's only when it definitely became tame. According to Rabbi Yeshua, they specifically were metame it. But according to Rabbi Yeshua, they didn't do that. So therefore, there's no real proof against the tztukim. So it has to be then that Rabbi Yeshua would normally require, when purifying a vessel, hair of Shemesh, and it's only because he wants to uh, exclude from the opinion of the tztukim over here by the, the tube for the paraduma that he does not require of Shemesh. So that would be the Gemara's proof that our Mishnah is not like Rebbe Eliezer. Um, Omar Rav, Rav says, no, in fact, our Mishnah could be like Rebbe Eliezer. And the explanation will be like this. Normally, a vessel does not need of Shemesh when it's becoming pure. And that would be like our Mishnah. And at the moment, Rav is saying that that could even be Rebbe Eliezer's opinion. Now, how come Rebbe Eliezer, um, how will Rebbe Eliezer um, exclude from the opinion of the Tztukim by the Paraduma? Because if he normally doesn't require hair of Shemesh, so then over here he's, he's mikvering the Kli and he's using it straight away, but that's not a Chiddush because it wasn't definitely Tameh. So the answer is, that Rav gives, is that they treated the, the, anything in the purification of the Paraduma as a Tameh Sheretz. 
And if it's Tomei Sheretz, then normally it would require hair of Shemesh. So given the fact that normally it would require hair of Shemesh, in that case, by the tube, since he's not waiting for the setting of the sun, that clearly shows that he's going against the opinion of the Tztukim. Whereas in our Mishnah, since it's got nothing to do with the Paraduma, it's just regular Tumah, not Tumah like a Sheretz. So therefore, even Rabbi Yezu would agree that it does not require hair of Shemesh, and therefore our Mishnah could be both Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer. But just to summarize, we said that the reason why our vessel in our Mishnah needs to be purified, even though it was made by a Chaver, is because we're worried that the spit of an Ama'aretz dropped on it before it was finished, and it was still wet after it had finished, and therefore it needs a mikvah, and it seems to be that it could very well be that both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua would agree that in our case of our Mishnah, we can use the Kli immediately after the mikvah, and one would not need to wait till the setting of the sun to use it.